Pa. And coming up next is Radioactive Kids, which is brought to you by our contributing listeners and by Home Sanctuary. Home Sanctuary presents local talent every Thursday night from 7.30 to 8 p.m. on their ego-friendly campus. This local nonprofit retreat center is just two and a half miles from Asheville, bordering the French Broad River. Info and schedule at homesanctuary.org. Also... Jewish Families <laughs> Here we go. Jewish Family Services of WNC provides a range of social services to individuals and families of all faiths. Appointments are available for all programs including mental health counseling, resource coordination, the elder club so- group socialization program and caregiver support. JFS is conveniently located in Doctors Park, <laughs> north of Mission Hospital in Asheville. More information and appointments available at 828-253-2900 or at www.jfswnc.org. You didn't know I, I could do that with a CD, did you? Okay, anyway, hi, everyone. This is Radioactive Kids on Asheville FM. I am Sagan, and we have two hours coming up of the best in independent kids' music, also known as Kindy. We have uh, a new comics talk also with Raj from Peck Memorial Library in downtown Asheville. And if everything works out right, we will interview Lucky Diaz and the Family Jam Band. We also have new music by Levity Beat. Uh, Harry and the Potters, super exciting. Uh, uh, the Sewer Buddies and a whole lot more, so stay tuned. Let's start off, however, with a new song by Ants, Ants, Ants. 
It's from their uh, new EP that will be released next month, I believe. It's called The Robot EP. Three songs about robots. Um, but but they only want me to play the, the, the first song on the EP so far. So, let's play it right now. This song is called Robot, Robot on Radioactive Kids. This is Asheville FM. Stay tuned, y'all. we got a lot of good stuff coming up. Hey everybody, this is Howie D here from the Backstreet Boys, and you're listening to Radioactive Kids on Asheville FM. I can barely breathe And my heart just skipped a beat Hands are shaking, feel like breaking out But I don't know which way to go I could play it safe But I've been down that road before And even though I am afraid I could give it a try, changing my game Open that door Gotta make my own mind up Cause all of my time's up I gotta trust I'll find my way One foot 
That is this week's Kindy Lost and Found song, a uh, 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 a song by Hullabaloo that was re- re- remixed in 2015 by You Are Loved, uh, and the re- re- remixer was uh, the singing l- l- lizard. Pretty awesome stuff. Um, b- b- before that, we heard Howie D from the Backstreet Boys and a, a, a new single from his upcoming debut kids album, Which One Am I? The song was called The Me I'm Meant to Be. We also heard a station ID from Howie himself in there. Thanks, Howie. Uh, and we started the show off with Robot Robot by Ants, Ants, Ants from uh, the Robot EP. All right, I am saying this is Radioactive Kids. And remember, you can check the show out on Facebook and Instagram if that's your thing. And if not, that's fine too. Um, let's play some new music now um, by Anita Ratai. Oh no, I I I I just re- 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 realized something. Anyway, so remember l- last week we played something from Germany, and I uh, b- butchered the pronunciation on on air, so I had to get my guest to help me out because she happened to be a German m- m- major in college. Well, I just happened to find something else uh, from G- Germany for this week, and I've been practicing the the names of the songs. Um, so I can get them right, but I haven't practiced the name of the album. Oops! Anyway, so, uh, it's from Germany. I'm gonna tell you the name of the album afterwards, after I've had time to practice. The the first song is easy to pronounce. It's called Hali Hallo. Hope you enjoy it. This is Anita Ratai on Radioactive Kids. Where else would you hear independent kids music from Germany? Oops, wait a minute. There we go. Pretty good. Und das Saxophon ist da. 
Jetzt nach Afrika 
will fleißige Handwerker sehen, der muss zu uns Kindern gehen. Stein auf Stein, Stein auf Stein, das Häuschen wird bald fertig sein. Stein auf Stein, Stein auf Stein, das Häuschen wird bald fertig sein. Wer will fleißige Handwerker sehen, der muss zu uns Kindern gehen. Oh, wie fein, oh, wie fein, der Glaser setzt die Scheiben ein. Oh, wie fein, oh, wie fein, der Glaser setzt die Scheiben ein. Handwerker sehen, der muss zu uns Kindern gehen. Oh, wie fein, oh, wie fein, der Maler streicht die Wände ein. Oh, wie fein, oh, wie fein, der Maler streicht die Wände ein. Handwerker sehen, der muss zu uns Kindern gehen. Rühre fein, rühre fein, der Kuchen wird bald fertig sein. Rühre fein, rühre fein, der Kuchen wird bald fertig sein. Okay, y'all, you know what's coming up in three days. That's right, June 25th. And you know what time that is? It is Christmas in June. Here comes Santa, and he looks thin. Wearing shorts and a big old grin. Step right through my garden gate. And I'll come on now, you don't want to be late for... Christmas in June, yeah, he said, Christmas in June. I thought he'd come six months too soon, but he said, Christmas in June. I followed him to my berry patch where the rabbits and the slugs eat every batch. Stepped beside Santa to take a peek. Well, there were strawberries big and red as Santa's cheek. And it was Christmas in June, yeah, it was Christmas in June. If you don't believe in Santa, you might change your tune If you had Christmas in June Santa gave a whistle, the elves didn't wait They picked a pile of strawberries for every plate We sat up high on the sleigh, so keen We had strawberries topped with North Pole ice cream And it was Christmas in June, yeah it was Christmas in June I was partying there with the Arctic crew It was Christmas in June
ho, 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 gotta be on my way. The elves and reindeer ready at the sleigh. Sunglasses down on the cherry nose, and then lighter than air o'er the trees he goes. And that was Christmas in June, yeah, it was Christmas in June. Sure was over much too soon, it was Christmas in June. To my garden, it all made no sense. But then the beans are hanging down like tree ornaments. Tomatoes like sugar plums. Look at all my presents. But keep those reindeer on the other side of the fence. And I got Christmas in June. Yeah, I got Christmas in June. Every time I'm in the garden and the flowers in bloom, I got Christmas in June. Yeah, Christmas in June. Yeah, I got. Christmas in June. Every time I'm in the garden and the flowers in bloom, I got Christmas in June. <laughs> that is a goofy little song that I found in my collection uh, by a guy named Michael Goldman. I don't know anything about it other than that a song called Christmas in June. Yeah, very nice, huh? Um, before that, we heard three songs by Anita Ratai from Germany from her album Meine Lieblingslieder. We heard Wer will fleißige Handwerker sehen? Wir fahren jetzt nach Afrika. And the first song was Halli Hallo. Hope you enjoyed that. I'm glad to be discovering more kids music in different languages other than English and Spanish because there's so much good stuff that I know I haven't found all around the world. So if you're listening and you know of of uh, some kids music in, in some language that I haven't played yet, please let me know and I will try my hardest to get a hold of it. All right, so it is time for a new comics talk with Raj where he will recommend three Awesome comics for everyone. So, let's get right to it. Hello, folks. You know what time it is? That's right. It's time for another comics talk with Raj. Hello again. Yay! Woo-hoo! Awesome. Glad to be here, as always, to talk about comics. Awesome. And you have three, like, really crazy, uh, like, uh, uh, wide-ranging adventure stories for us this month, right? I do. Um, I would say adventure stories is probably the most uh, succinct thing that they all have in common. Mm -hmm. Uh, They are all questing stories as well, sort of the classic uh, hero's progress in a way, Uh, varying number of protagonists in each one of them, but they all involve, you know, um, a quest being given or something being sought Mm -hmm. and uh, the characters traveling through whatever land they are, meeting people, having... uh, uh, scrapes with various sorts of adversaries. Awesome. Um, and they're all series as well, yes. which is something I am really, really into, and I'm glad that so many uh, comics are being released uh, um, se- sequentially. Well, obviously sequentially. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, with, know. with longer arcs of stories and keeping characters that you fall in love with going for, you know, Longer periods of time. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, that. so so what is the f- first one? The first one, uh, the name of the series is Five Worlds. Yes. And the volume we're looking at is number one, 
the Sand Warrior. Mm-hmm. Uh, this kind of introduces the the whole world, of course, because it's number one, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of all three of these, and even amongst most um, kids' comics I've read, it is it throws a huge amount of world building at you very, yeah. very quick. And it's um, great. It works too. It, it works. Uh, it's 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 plotted like. Like a movie in a lot of ways. Yeah. Even more than other ones are. Mm-hmm. Uh, it kind of jumps from place to place, introduces characters very quickly. You get a, a nice feel for the character very fast. It has some sort of pithy dialogue and uh, some interactions with other um, uh, lesser characters to kind of establish them. Mm-hmm. And then uh, throws you in very early into uh, the central conflict and the quest, which is... No less than saving basically the entire galaxy. Uh, uh, there's some sort of ecological change going on, um, sort of uh, uh, allegory for, I would say, climate change in, yes. in our own life. Mm-hmm. Lots of people don't believe in it. The scientists are trying to get everyone to believe, but they don't mm-hmm. want to because of vested interests and things like that. And so as a lot of you know books of this age range, it comes down to a ragtag group of kids to basically step up, um, see the future for what it is, and drag all the adults kicking and screaming into the truth and what yes. has to actually happen yes. for the future generations. And they have to travel all around like the, the five worlds, lighting the beacons in, Ex- putting everything back into... Exactly. So it's, it's the structure of it really works for a series because, mm-hmm. you know, there's different characters from different worlds. They're very different. Um, and the way that the... Uh, the kind of the, the magic happens. It's sort of a sci-fi fantasy uh, yeah. mashup. Mm-hmm. And the central character you see initially, um, her name is Una Lee, and she it comes from a planet where they do sand dancing, which mm-hmm. is kind of this uh, mystical art where you dance and kind of cast spells through dancing that makes sand uh, form and uh, come to life and things like that. Yes. It's really awesome. It's, it's a cool idea. Um, it's a different idea as far as fantasy magic than I've seen, which is really neat because you're so used to people swans or spells or potions. This is a totally different kind of idea for what it yeah. means. Um, but, yeah, like, like you said, it's a very far-reaching genre uh, uh, planet-spanning adventure story of trying to, like, save the world from this encroaching Worlds. problem. Worlds. Yes, yes, <laughs> the, the royal world. All the world together. Yes. Um, but a bunch of interesting characters, nice diversity of background, uh, of, of um, race and economic status and things like that going on in this uh, ragtag group that gets together and have to figure out how to use each of their individual Abilities and strengths to mm. save the worlds. Yes, and who is that by? Uh, wow. Okay, yeah, that's it is by Mark Siegel, Alexis Siegel, Xanth Bauma, Matt Rockefeller, and Boya Sun. Lots of people. <laughs> yes, uh, <laughs> it's 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 really fantastic, and the art is probably the thing that most people notice immediately when yes. you open it up. Uh, the the pencil work is really nice, cartoony. Uh, evocative, but the colors are killer. Uh, mm-hmm. They run the gamut between pastels, neons, earth tones, and uh, they're just, they use an incredibly wide ranging palette and they use it very, very well um, to, you know, kind of denote planet to planet, um, action sequences, 
more uh, mundane sequences, all kinds of stuff. But the colors are truly uh, some of the best I've seen in a comic in a long time. And I'm a sucker for colors. <laughs> Done well. Awesome. So what is the second one? Next one. Uh, the series is called Scales and Scoundrels. Mm-hmm. Uh, volume one we're discussing today is Into the Dragon's Maw. Ooh. This is uh, a more irreverent kind of uh, swashbuckling um, uh, rogue tale in a uh-huh. lot of ways. Uh, the uh, Once again, it drops you into a story with some mystery and some background you don't get initially, and you kind of unfold the story as you read through. But it's more of a, a high fantasy classic, you know, Dungeons and Dragons, Tolkien-type setting. Um, yeah. doesn't have the um, sci-fi elements that the previous one we discussed had. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this one, uh, the protagonist is uh, a young adventurer uh, woman who's hopping around, um, you know, playing card games, getting in fights, getting into scrapes when you first meet them, uh, and then basically stumbles onto... Uh, the attempted uh, assassination in the woods of a, uh, a young princeling who is out trying to prove himself. Whoa. And gets, jumps into this um, party, uh, a maturing party, uh, to protect because, you know, not she, she cares so much. She just wants treasure and wants uh, <laughs> adventure. And, yeah. and they uh, say they're going to find uh, this ancient hoard of treasure that's been rumored in the bottom of this deep, deep, deep dungeon that no one has ever traversed all the way through. Awesome. Um, there's a lot of mystery, some characters that crop up. There's some sort of mysterious uh, uh, giant warrior with a very dour face who is tracking down um, our our hero. Um, mm-hmm. What's her name? Lou, I believe. Yes. Lou Vander. Uh, <clears throat> and so there's that aspect to it. There's these prophecies. There's various people with various um, conflicting goals that kind of unfold as you're meeting. Um, but once again, funny, action-packed. Uh, this one really has. They hit the, the, the humor really, really well. And nice. It's great. Lots of um, zany kind of hijinks. Um, you know, action battle scenes, but very kind of tame by uh, standards, you know, more bonk on the head kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, great art also, um, for sure. Less maybe initially impressive art uh, than the last one, um, but as far as the action scenes go, it's, this one's the best of all the all the books we have today, I would say. Awesome. So, um, so that is Scales and Scoundrels by... By Sebastian Gurner and, and Galad did the art. Right. Um, and published by Image Comics. Awesome. So uh, what is the third one? Third one is a series that uh, is probably the most all over the place. Yeah. And off the wall in <laughs> a lot of ways. It's crazy. Uh, the series, I think, what they're calling the, I think um, called the double, double Plus yes. series. Uh, the first one yeah, here is by is called Night Air. Um, and they are by Double Plus. Ben, ben Sears. Sears and every one of these um, they're very very uh, thin volumes quick to read mm-hmm. uh, but they are pretty different uh, mm-hmm. each one that comes out uh, doesn't really have an easily discernible genre yeah. the first one's about a kid with his high tech gear gambling and then you know running from the law but also he meets a, a strange ghost person and follows a Mysterious black dog to a haunted castle and runs in the <laughs> castle and is trying to find alloys where there's like a skeleton who talks and old books everywhere. 
um, <laughs> really, really interesting um, art, like fantastic yeah. cartoon kind of illustration style art more than the comic book action style art of the last two. Mm-hmm. Um, but just really, I almost put this one in, in YA when it came in, not for the content because it's just so irreverent and zany mm-hmm. and bizarre that it, it works for any age. Um, yes. It, it's one of those great comics that uh, you could read it with kids, you know, Four, five, six, up to adults, and they'll all get something out of it. Uh, really interesting characters, funny dialogue, and just goofy stuff. It's it's almost in its own way kind of a um, commentary on you know the classic quest story. I would say uh-huh. a lot of adults probably would read it and get a lot of jokes that are referencing and then um, subverting your ideas of what a normal adventure story should do. This one is just so bonkers <laughs> that uh, it's funny if you're a kid. You know, know stuff that's kind of um, spoofing, but if you do, it's even funnier because it's like yes. so weird. And, you know, it, it, it's, yeah, it, it plays against type in so many ways. It, mm-hmm. it zigs and you think it's going to zag. Um, and even, like, the villains are, like, super silly and ridiculous at the end, by the time <laughs> the end. You're like, they're what? They're doing, oh, this is nuts. <laughs> um, Pretty crazy stuff. Exactly. And and then it's uh, there's three more in this series. Oh, wow. Uh, one more we have currently. Uh, one we're ordering now and one that comes out next month. Ooh. So they'll all be, they'll be here. Uh, but if you would like some... Uh, roguish charm and swashbuckling type action. Uh, we have three books here yes. uh, from the top again. Uh, Five Worlds series mm-hmm. by Mark Siegel and friends. Uh, <laughs> for, number one is Sand Warrior. And that's published by Random House. Random House, yep. Uh, this one, you know, sci-fi, really uh, amazing world building, kind of not serious, like oh, serious, <laughs> but they take what they're talking about very seriously. And it's yes. very interestingly, like, you know, plotted, you know. Um, Skills and Scoundrels, same kind of um, good world building, but more irreverent characters and a little more silly in there with the action. Mm-hmm. Um, that is, uh, first volume is Into the Dragon's Maw. Mm-hmm. That is by Sebastian Gurner and English Published Image. Published that one. Yes. And finally, uh, we're kind of sliding down the serious scale to the fully silly and ridiculous. Yes. Um, Night Air from the Double Plus series by Ben Sears. Um, just nuts and fun. You can you can read this one, blow through it pretty quick in maybe ten minutes if you want to. You know, read fast if you want to stop and admire it and really seep it, seep it in. Uh, you're good to go. But all of them. Available the library, all of them the first in series, and all of them a lot of fun to read. Awesome, and where can we find these? As always, you can come down and see me, Raj, at Pack Library, downtown Asheville. I will load you up with armloads of free books and keep you reading for as long as you dare. Awesome, we will see you there. I'll be here. Thank you much. Thank you. Toodaloo. And this is Radioactive Kids on Asheville FM. Uh, coming up next, we have a new single by Levity Beat from New Zealand. It is called Shall We Build a Wall or a Bridge? And it is a very p- political song. Um, he uh, sent me a, a, a little um, explanation of the song. Uh, he, he wrote, I wrote the c- c- 
Chorus first, quite some time when Trump was beginning his rants about building a wall, then I left it sitting there in my unfinished songs folder. Sadly, I wrote the the verses on Saturday morning, uh, the the 15th of March, which was the day after a shooter killed around 50 people who were praying in mosques in Christchurch, New Zealand, where he lives. Um, I don't know if many kids will get the metaphors. Well, you will now. Um, But hopefully the story in the song will somehow, sometime help to make some understanding. I think simply that wall is about creating others who are somehow not like us and so don't necessarily have the same rights. And bridge is about acknowledging that we are essentially connected and share the same basic human needs. This is Levity Beat on Radioactive Kids. Let's go pick up sticks, build a hut Underneath the bay tree, just my best friends and me Some other kids are setting up They might pull a place down, look they're building closer to our ground Los astrónomos dicen que es Plutón 
son cinco planetas pequeños livianos. Giran todos juntos alrededor del sol. En el año 2006, la Unión Astronómica Internacional incluye a Plutón en la categoría de planeta enano. Como ejemplo de que cada día conocemos más y más el universo, hoy sabemos que nuevos planetas enanos se integran a nuestro sistema solar. ¿Quién sabe cuál será el próximo? ¡Vamos a descubrirlo, kinéticos! comienza a recordar el planeta Tierra. De regreso a casa, nuevos tripulantes se suben a la nave cinética. Vienen de los planetas abandonados, planetas que no fueron cuidados por sus habitantes. planetas abandonados, Bernardo quiso volver y ayudar a cuidar el planeta Tierra.
That was Kineticos from Chile with a song called Bananas from their self-titled album. Before that, we heard Los Four, no, excuse me, Los Four, God, <laughs> Los, um, Los Cuatro Elementos, and we also heard Plutoton, and we started that set off with Shall We Build a Wall or a Bridge by Levity Beat, a very p- p- political song by L- L- Levity. So, let's keep it political. With some songs from the new album, their first in 13 years by Harry and the Potters. They write songs about Harry Potter, and their new album, which was released yesterday, is called Lumos. It is uh, about the seventh book and the importance of staying in touch and fighting back against authoritarian government as, as chronicled in the, in the, in the seventh book of Harry Potter. So, the first song I'm going to play is called On the Importance of Media Literacy Under Authoritarian Rule. And I never thought I'd have to say this, but y'all, spoiler alert, if you haven't read Harry Potter, uh, uh, at least up to the seventh book, you should probably tune in again in about 11 minutes. But even if you have not read Harry Potter, uh, it's still a a really good song. Hope you enjoy it.
like Hermione I didn't think so but here you are repeating that old pure bloodline as if magic were some kind of property that one could own and another could lead as if your lot improves as another's agree sometimes purity is a source of corrosion like iron in a cauldron a dark potion rusting out through the bottom it always finds the lowest point these pure blood identity politics are nothing more than arrogance a rally point for a supporter set that's afraid of everything Ideology. Never free, never free, never free. 
my head that nobody can see. Underneath my cloak of invisibility, we're going to the bank, but we're not getting paid. We're gonna rub the vault of Bellatrix or Strange. Oh, what are you thinking of there? Under the cloak we share. A thousand years since Gryffindor finally returned the sword to a noble race of creatures, men deprived of lawn for a Rapero twist our people.
yeah, that was the cup, the sword, or excuse me, the sword, the cup, and the dragon by Harry and the Potters from their brand new album, Lumos, which is amazing, and you should totally go check it out um, if, you, if that's your sort of thing. Um, before that, we heard No, Pure Blood Supremacy, and, and a song called On the Importance of Media Literacy Under Authoritarian Rule. You are listening to Asheville FM at WSFMLP 103.3 Asheville. And let's keep the hard rock going with a new EP by the Sewer Buddies. Their first since 2017. Yay, yay, yay. So excited. The, the EP is called Pizza Butt. And this song is called Mud. <laughs>
Sewer Buddies from their new EP, Pizza Butt. That song was called The Pizza Song, of course. Um, before that, we heard a st- station ID from them. Thanks, y'all. And we also heard Snowballs, which, of course, is not appropriate for the season, but, you know, it's a fun song. So, hope you enjoyed that. We also heard Mud by the Sewer Buddies. All right, all right. It's time to calm it down a l- little bit because coming up in. 20 minutes or so, uh, we will be interviewing Lucky Diaz and Alicia Gaddis from the Lucky Band, formerly Lucky Diaz and the Family Jam Band. They have a new album called Buenos Diaz, and this is the first song on the album, Buenos Diaz, featuring Natalia. Hope you enjoy it. This is Radioactive Kids. Pero antes 
how you say. Good morning. Buenos dias.
Oh yeah, that was Lucky Diaz, or should I say, the L- Lucky Band a song called Z- Z- Zapatitos. Before that, we heard Como Se C- 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 Dice. Um, we we also heard um, uh, Pandrose and Buenos Diaz, and I I I'm a m- m- messaging back and forth as we uh, as I DJ with with one of my my b- b- biggest fans, uh, Matthew Ensley, and his son uh, Phineas, and he and everyone there is thoroughly enjoying the show thank y'all for listening it's a lot of fun um let's see let's play some more music by the lucky band now this song is called mix it up on radioactive kids this is going to be easy Take the sugar with the cocoa syrup. 
Pria, pria, 
That was Estrellita by Lucky Diaz, or should I say Lucky Diaz and the Family Jam Band no longer. It is the Lucky Band, Um, and that song was featuring Natalia. Before that, we heard El Corazon and Mix It Up from the same album, Buenos Diaz, their new album. And I am really happy to have Lucky on the air with me right now. Hello. Hey, how are you? Thanks for having me. Awesome. So, of course, we have been thoroughly enjoying this new album of yours. So, um, and, and, and the, the, the thing that I wanted to start off the interview with um, is why the name change? Because you, you've been Lucky Diaz and the Family Jam Band for going on 10 years, right? Right, yeah, no, that's a great question. I mean, it's our 10-year anniversary, so we just thought it was time for a refresh. And, you know, we tour Asia a lot, and in Asia they call us the lucky band. Mm -hmm. And it just kind of made sense. And a lot of times, you know, Alicia and I do, you know, shows just together. And so it it was always a little odd to be, you know, um, you know, Lucky Diaz and the Family Jam Band, if it was just Alicia and myself. So it was mm-hmm. like, here's Lucky and the Family Jam Band, Alicia. <laughs> yes. So yeah. it, it, was, it was a little weird. So, like, I don't know, it was a little cleaner, and it's easier for kids to, to kind of, I think, connect with just the Lucky Band. So, yeah, and I, I, there's, I, I mean, I don't know, it, it, it's the Lucky Band, it might be a Lucky Band. Oh. I'm not too sure. We're, I think we're still just trying to figure it out ourselves. But okay. I don't know. I think changing is fun. You know, I yeah. think it's just trying to always change is important. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And and, and I I like the that picture uh, of Alicia being the entire band. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and we're like, here we are, the band. So yes. no, and I, I mean, yeah, I just we just thought it was time for a change. I mean, we're really proud of all the the work that we've been able to do together. I mean, we have the, we've had the same band collectively for around that same time. So oh. it's, um, it is a family jam band. It, it, we are a traveling family that travels the country and the world, you know, playing music together. So that part of it's still, still all true. It's just, uh, yeah, just a little bit of a name change, like getting a new t-shirt or something, you know, just, yeah. uh, refresh. Yeah. 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 So, um, I also w- 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 wanted to ask you about, you know, the, the, the underlying, f- philosophy behind this album because it it really seems like a morning focused album to me you have buenos dias wake up uh donuts dulce mix it up taco tuesday it it really seems like it's focused on getting out waking up doing stuff yeah no i think you're 100 percent correct you know it's funny i don't think anyone's ever said it to me but i think that is you're you're obviously 100 percent right and and feeling that way. I mean, all the songs are written, you know, in, in the morning. Um, only because, I guess, you know, I, I have a habit of waking up journaling, and that's the time that, you know, I have breakfast with um, with my daughter, and, you know, we just kind of talk about what's happening in the day. We'll have the letter of the day. Uh-huh. And, you know, I mean, all these things, who doesn't, I'm a morning person. <laughs> um, I just like getting out. It's just, a, it's a, you know, having a brand day is a new gift, and, appreciating that and I think honoring the day is figuring out what it is you're actually doing today and so there's something kind of there's something very exciting about going to go get donuts right I think when you're a kid or getting pan dulce and mm-hmm. it's an exciting thing when you wake up in the morning like oh that's just like everything's great about that right it's delicious it's exciting and you get to spend some time with your mom or your dad or your grandparent just doing something that's 
fun. So yeah, all those things are about getting, all the songs are about getting out there, you know, having fun, living life, uh, eating delicious foods. And yeah, just, I, I mean, I think that's a really great observation that you made. And, um, yeah, it just feels good, right? The morning mm-hmm. feels good. It's it's a it's a promise of a new start. So yeah, and and you said m- most of these songs were written in the m- morning. Is that right? Yeah. So you know, I, like I said, I wake up, journal, and you know, just ideas that come in my head, or maybe I had a dream about huh. something, or maybe um, our daughter Indiana was really, you know, asking her like, "Hey, what are we doing today?" She's like, oh, "I want to bake something." Or I want to make. It's like, "Oh, cool." Uh-huh. And the song like Mix It Up came from that place, you know, kind of like, hey, let's put all the ingredients in a bowl and mix it up and just be silly, you know, just kind of get dancing. So, yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So, um, uh, and I, I had this question, uh, and, and it, it doesn't re- really apply to this album per, per se, but it, it really seems to me like as you've been making more and, and more music, like over the course of 10 years uh, for kids, you like, uh, had more and more collaborations with different uh, local artists and, and all sorts of d- d- different people. And on, on this album, you have like one, two, three, four, five, I think five c- collaborations with, with artists. Is that right? Yeah, you know, that really started, that's a really great observation. It started a few years ago when I started working more so. I mean, I I, I was going to say with Andrew and Polly, but, you know, I've always... I've always had a collaborative experience writing, except for the many the really early stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, Lish and I, you know, have written lots of stuff together. Michael Farkas from the Wyoms and I've written loads of stuff together. Um, and now, and then we, you know, kind of progress to Andrew and Polly and Mr. Cookie Jar and Tom McCatton. And then I just really enjoy connecting with really talented people and it's fun for me to just hang out. I mean, I think maybe yeah. I just use it as a reason just to hang out with all these cool folks. So say, Hey, like want to write a song today or like, you know, let's hang out and do something together. So collaborating, I think that it, it makes for better work. You yeah. know, I think that sometimes you can, you can cook a really great dish by yourself, but I think it's more fun mm-hmm. and it comes out better if there's a few more hands in the kitchen doing it together, you know? So yes. yeah, I mean, I love collaborating. Yes. And that, that is the, the perfect segue into my next question, which was oh. <laughs> how, how did you write the song Mix It Up? And how did you, you record it with all the, the wonderful sampled sounds? Well, it's funny. Yeah, I mean, well, Dean Jones is a genius. He produces all our records now. He's produced our last three. So, he, um, you know, he's a real, he's a, a, just a real artist. And the song just came out of Indian, Indiana and myself just jamming in our dining room. Uh-huh. And I, we were just around dinner, actually. And I was actually making something, and I was sort of just being silly, saying, mix it up, mix, mix it up. Yes. And, you know, just having fun with language, and she thought that was really funny, so I'm laughing. And so then I just grabbed my guitar, and that was basically it. And then I went to... Andrew and Paul actually wrote some of that song together, because I was, I was kind of a bit stuck on it. I finished the song, and then I brought it to them, and they rearranged it and did a great job arranging it. And then I took it to Dean, and then Dean had a lot of fun with it. had on... I mean, he had the idea of um, just all the cool percussion and stuff, and we and together we were trying to figure out there was something missing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wait, what about like some kind of funny instructional guy just saying like, put the flower in the bowl? Yes, <laughs> it's kind of like so. Dean found this like really great archival um, recordings from 
you know, school recordings from like the fifties or something. And he kind of, you know, and he cut that up and he did an amazing job. So yeah, that's how that all came about. But yeah, it's a fun song. It's pretty funny. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, I also lo- lo- love the song, uh, El Corazón, because, um, well, obviously the lyrics, but I, I love your use of mouth tr- trumpet on it. It's it's like the best sounding uh, recording with mouth trumpet I think I've heard. Oh, yeah, that's, you know, that's Michael Farkas, one of ours. He's amazing. You know, he had, he'd had that, that, that little riff, and uh-huh. he had, um, the song's actually about, you know, our daughter suffers from a heart condition oh. and just kind of have been hopeful about getting out and and getting out into the world and just you know just really connecting more so with yourself and and you know just being out and just being happy about being alive so that's what that song's about and it turned out really fun you know i think it's just uh it's very um all the songs are written in los angeles and the neighborhood we live in and just it, it all it kind of you know um it's inspired by that yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that, that, that's re- re- really great that there is is sort of an underlying uh, story behind the song that 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 isn't really uh, that clear upon the first l- 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 listen, but it has to kind of be teased out. Yeah, I mean, I think it just means more. All of our work, you know, means it means something on some level, and I think that particular song is especially fast because I don't know. It's trying to just kind of it's it's all about coping and healing and just feeling great, you know, and even learning about what your heart is and how it works and how it connects with you when you're walking down the street, you know, because we all feel it inside ourselves. You never think about it a lot, so. Yeah. Awesome. So uh, we're almost out of time, but I wanted to ask you to to finish. Is there any, uh, are there any plans for you to come and perform in Asheville anytime soon? Because we would love to have you. Yeah, that sounds exciting. I, you know, I feel like we've we've talked to someone about that before, and we really want to go. We love traveling, and mm-hmm. we just got to Wyoming, and we're in Jackson, and we're at a show here today. I think, um, yeah, I think it's definitely in our plan. You know, I feel like we were we were somewhere near there last year, maybe I can't okay. remember, but. Um, yeah, absolutely. We're, we need to connect the dots there. Definitely have to do that because we would love to come to Asheville, um, and perform. So, yeah, let's talk about that. <laughs> let's try to get that to happen. Awesome. Well, well, thank you so much for calling us up and we are, uh, we'll, we will keep on playing your music in the f- future. N- no, thank you for playing our music. Thanks to all your listeners and fans for just requesting our work or listening to it and connecting with it and we hope that you know everyone enjoys it and it just really makes us feel so grateful and excited that we get to be part of people's lives so thanks for allowing that for us awesome thank you bye <laughs> thanks Reagan. bye bye all right um this is radioactive kids on Asheville fm and we just had a chat with lucky diaz Okay, remember a couple of weeks ago, we played a new music concrete album for kids. Um, And in case you don't remember that, music concrete is is music constructed by mixing recorded sounds, like like sounds that already exist together in an experimental way. And I just found this cool compilation by a, 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 a label out of the UK called Music Concrete's Works, Concrete Works for Children. 
Um, and it's all sorts of different artists. And so let's play some songs from right now. This first song is called Sounds Like a Kid, and it's by Ben Presto. Hope you enjoy it. Like, 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 
Okay, uh, programming support is brought to you by our contributing listeners and by Hanco Repro Graphics, located at 54 Broadway and 1445 Merriman Avenue in Asheville. Hanco Repro Graphics is a locally owned print shop providing digital imaging, scanning, large format printing, laminating, and other services. More info at HancoRepro.com and HancoNorth.com. Do, 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 do. <laughs> okay, I can't, I can't do, do, do it anymore. The Carolina Resource Center for Eating Disorders, formerly known as THE Center for Disordered Eating, is the only nonprofit in Western North Carolina focused on prevention, education, and support for disordered eating. They have a lending library of over 100, never mind, 150 books about disordered eating and body image. They also offer support group sessions throughout the week for adults, families, and teens. More info at www.thecenternc.org or 828-337-4685. Oh, yeah. All right. This is Radioactive Kids. We're almost out of time on the show for today, but stay tuned for something else with Ernesto. Let's finish off with a couple more songs from the Music Concrete Works for Children uh, album or compilation. This uh, next song is, is... uh, I believe it's it's like a dad and his kid just recording crazy percussion music. Uh, it's called Early in the Morning. It's by Lizette. And then we're going to play uh, Ring Around the Noisy by Jonah's Jubilee. I'm out of time, but I'll see y'all next week. Thank y'all for listening to Radioactive Kids.
It's 10 a.m. in the Blue Ridge Mountains, and you are listening to Asheville FM at 103.3 WSFMLP Asheville. (laughs) 